0: eligible items only exclusions apply see ebaymotors.com you ready showtime on may 3rd summer starts with the fall guy
1: he's doing later let's drink a spicy margarita make some bad decisions yes
0: a Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix.
2: Hey, Click This fans, want to get closer to the show than ever, join Click This TV. Click this TV offers early commercial free access to wrestling's hottest podcast plus live audience tapings of their show every friggin' week and your chance to participate with Kevin and Sean in the monthly Nash and Friends watch along show. Head to clickthistv.com now and get inside the show that's just too sweet. The
3: following podcast contained mature language and adult discussions. Thank you.
2: I'm exhausted. I'll tell you, we do. For anyone that doesn't know, we get together with the live audience um, before the show. They get some of the pre-show meeting if we have to go over some stuff. And and it's the first time that, I mean, Kevin and I talk on the phone during the week, but it's the first time we see each other and the guys, Wesley and Steve and Dom, and we're all together. So, it's a team meeting. Yeah, a team meeting, but it becomes the, the frat house For 45 minutes. Seriously, if you want the best stuff, if you like the show, click this, the Kevin Nash podcast, uh, which you're listening to right now. Uh, If you like this show, you you really should join Click This TV to get the best part of the show, which is like- Absolutely no politics. The 45, there's no politics. No politics. A lot of making fun of the other workers. <laughs> Clips being shown of some blown spots in AEW on referee's part, maybe. But um, yeah, I mean it's and and so by the time we go on the air, I'm like, oh wait, we gotta do a show, and that's that's where we are.
1: Yeah. Exhausted. Hey, good luck. Get, good luck getting a second nut when you're 64. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to go
2: watch something. But, uh, uh, go, go have
1: a sandwich. Um, take t- take a nap, and lay in a fucking uh, infrared sauna. Kev, I got a little concerned
2: this week when I saw on Twitter for like five seconds that Paul and Stephanie were... I saw one report that said they were separated. I saw one tweet for some wrestling website I hadn't heard of that said they were already divorced. And... Uh, no reputable... I mean, it wasn't like are carrying this or anything, but... So uh, I saw... I, I, my
1: phone blew up at, like... Because I guess it came, must have came out around 3 or 4 o'clock. Yeah. You know? So my phone blows up. And I'm thinking, oh, God, who died. Right. So... I, uh... Put my phone... You know, and it's... A lot of it's just, you know people but then they've got where they've just forwarded you the the you know wrestling news or whatever so i'm like i'm opening it up i'm like you know the first time you see one you're like and i haven't talked to you know i haven't talked to to paul in like you know a week so i'm, I'm thinking like well, i don't know I, i'm pretty sure they're you know if, if the divorce was going to be filed, that might might have been something we talked about, like um, the L.A. night contract. Exactly, I, I guess that was more important. I mean, at, at that point, <laughs> but um, so I text I text Paul. I said, uh, "You okay? Everything all right? I'm here if you need anything." And he's just like well, <laughs> what's what, what's happening in my life?" I said, "You know, social media says that you're." Splitting with Stephanie, you guys are getting a divorce. Yeah. And he responds to me, "Well, fuck! I wish somebody would have told me that before I got dragged to this JV football game and my girl's fucking cheerleading hat." <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's just, it's like he says, he says, he says, I, I, I just love to find out about what's going on in my life, you know, through the through the internet. He says it's like, and I'm sure that probably I, I, that would upset me because like he finally probably has like a day off, yeah. you know, where he's just it's family time and it's just like no man it's like some trolls gotta fuck with you on your on your off day.
2: He's going to see his daughter in the game and cheering in the game. Steph probably that morning said, "You're gonna go into that shithole today. Or you're gonna come to the game, Paul." And um, yeah, and then you got to deal with. Uh life in the public eye right I mean it's what are you gonna do the thing that was weird though was that I'm gonna call them news sites but you know that's a whole there's a whole gradient in that term news right but that there's no attempt to verify a story before you carry it that's
1: like no, that, that, was al- that's- that was always that was always it's been like that since I was a kid. You know, you're front page news when you're being accused and you're on page 25 when they fucking resend the charges. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've had that my whole life, you know? Yeah. Remember when I was in Calgary years ago and I was I was doing a shot for Teddy Hart and some guy just fucking hauled off and punched me right in the fucking face. Like right in the jaw. Didn't hurt me. But I mean, just enough where my... my Mouth blood a little bit because, you know, my teeth, you know, tore into my... And This is I... in the ring or over the guard? No, garter? this is at a bar. Oh, a bar. I'm sitting drinking fucking a bottle of wine, and I'm sitting at the bar by myself. And the guy just, he had some girls with him. They came over. It was like after the magic uh, Mike, the first one, and they were like, Are you wearing my... yeah. I took a picture with him. I guess he just fucking they I, I didn't look back over at him. I didn't make any. Just the guy got pissed off and he just came over and but and just sucker punched me. He wasn't a small guy, but he wasn't. A, he was one of those guys where if I'd have got up and and, and annihilated him, it would have cost me probably a hundred fifty thousand bucks. Right,
2: and he knows that.
1: Yeah, they all do. You know, so it's just like you just have to just. I've learned, man. You just stay in your fucking, stay in your house, stay in your room. Like, that's one thing that, that I miss. Mean, that's not missed. fair either. That's that's that, that's. But not, I, I, that's I not part of. It shouldn't be part of the but deal. But see, that's I wore my shirt today. My boy on it. It's the Scott Hall tribute shirt. Nice. Um, and I wore it because it's just like. I, I miss that so much that every time I was on the road doing something every weekend that I always had my fuck like we had each other's backs. Yeah. I always knew, man, if, if I was, if I was dead, if they, they found my body dead someplace that they were going to find Scott's right next to it mm. and vice versa. And that's, you know, if, of all the things that I miss about not having my friend, besides laughing like a motherfucker, hmm. but just knowing that somebody truly has your back. Yeah. You know?
2: I hope you felt that way in, in the Longhorn in Nashville when me and Steve Kaufman were with you. If if anyone jacked you, man, we well, me and Steve probably would have finished eating first, and then we would have been all over that motherfucker.
1: I knew the. Th- I, I thought you guys were setting me up just because Steve had that orange fucking, an orange rental, <laughs> easy to spot for the hit. <laughs> and then he runs. He's in a, a, a. He's in the. The. I mean, not Tennessee orange, but Clemson orange, and he fucking rifles through a red light, <laughs> going sixty a thirty five. I'm just thinking like. I, 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 because we of course we were in in stealth; no, nobody could see us. We had our invisibility powers, in and yeah.
2: in our uh, in the uh, the
1: General Lee flying down the Dukes. Uh, uh, that, that, that that actually got big brownie points. I'm thinking to myself like. The, I was, yeah, he's Steve going, defending himself, saying he yeah, was going the speed go, limit. Go, yeah, Steve was looking up on the on the, on the highway and saw it, sixty-five fucking speed limit sign. he figured it was the closest one to the road we were on, so he'd use it for that too. Don't you hate that when you go someplace and you 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 especially if you're like, like Ohio's Ohio one of those states that, that that's notorious for it where you. You're on a back road and it'll be like fifty five miles an hour, then all of a sudden it's just like the sprinklings of one of those little eight hundred people towns start to show so up. So it drops to thirty five. But you don't but they don't have a sign anywhere. Yeah. They do have a cop in the driveway Oh in the yeah. back of a Fuck gas station. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And so like my wife and I went up to see our, our friends in Pittsburgh, and we ended up staying in Cortland, Ohio. That was the whole story. When I went mm-hmm. through the house with the fucking with the knife, knife. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that fucking it was it was treacherous. But at least if you use you know if you use your phone, it'll tell you what the speed limit is, mm. you know, in that in that area. So at least I had that going for me. But I mean, if there was one point where it was like fifty-five to twenty-five in like. Eight yards. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck. So I, I guess like if, you use, if you use out of state plates too. Yeah, if you use ways, like they'll tell you where you know the the, but they'll also have you using somebody's roundabout at their house to fucking get through traffic.
2: You know. The thing with ways and and they they do have it on Google Maps now too. Someone has to put that in first. So if you're if you're driving through one of those towns in Ohio at nine o'clock at night. No one's passing ahead of you. Not enough people are passing ahead of you to have one of them get into ways probably seems. well
1: the, the, the thing that was crazy was like there was the sheriff in I guess that county, and their cars were um, there were white cars, but they were accented with like uh, almost an uh, aqua kind of green color with gold, and it was like like the hood. And a stripe line. I mean, this motherfucker looked like a spaceship when your headlights hit it. Mm. And so it was like they—they—they they, they, they were giving the—if you weren't slammed, hammered, drunk, you were like, okay, that's that's definitely a cop car. A little bit so, of a warning sign. Yeah, there, you basically, anybody—you know—they—they they, they pulled up almost to the road too. So just like you, you picked that up immediately. So.
2: Saturn Boy listened to us last week and said thank you guys for playing Sophia in its entirety at the end of the show. It always gets me a little emotional when thinking about how tough this last year has been for me and a lot of the people I care about. It's become one of, if not my favorite song. Very good, Saturn Boy. Shout out. You know to what? T. I,
1: I, I was talking to to, to Tam, mm-hmm. and uh, she says, "Does anybody know where T?" Where T got that from, the, like Sophia. And uh, I said, I don't think I've ever brought it up. I, but he, um, one of T's favorite movies was Vanilla Sky. And Sophia is the is the Penelope Cruz character. And so you told me this off air, and I was surprised. Yeah, by that. yeah, yeah. Well, he had, good he, for... he had. I, mean, we, I, I was sitting the other night. And I was I was watching a film, that, and it, it's always weird because I watch a film. i will I'll be like, God, I forgot how good that film was, and then I'll be like, Who did I watch that with? I'm Like T, like T, T. Do you remember he was ten- up at night with you? Do you right? Yeah. Do you remember Tenet that came out? Didn't see it. Steve, you had to have seen it, right? Tenant was it's with um. Uh oh, Denzel Washington's son is in it. <clears throat> Anything? He has. Yeah. Okay, so it's one of those movies that you watch it, and it's something like like. So I watched it d- downstairs, and he watched it upstairs, and um, it was. He came down. He paused his and came down. And saw that I was watching it, and then he finished it and came down. And he said, "He said, he said, Dad, did you watch? Did you watch that?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "Did you?" He goes, "I guess." I said, "What do you mean?" He goes, "He goes, I'd like to watch it again with you. And get your take on it." And I said, i I'd, I'd like to do the same." Because it was one of those things. It was just like, you know. It was.
2: Was it a, a
1: confusing it, ending? Why? What? What was? It the... was just. Steve, what would you? Well, it was. It was. It was a Nolan movie. It was. It was like mm-hmm. Inception. It was. those layers of. But it was time, mm. and the, you know, it, the, the ability to 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 use time and. It, It was. I, I can't. I, you can't even explain it. You just have to watch it, and then if you if you're a mouth breather, then it's like, <laughs> fuck. Good luck. So, did you end up watching it again? Yeah, we watched it again. We watched it like a couple of days later, and it, and I think it was just um, because we were we were I think we were too hyper focused the first time, and then we kind of knew. You know, so it was it was a lot more enjoyable that's like the I, the first time I watched interstellar i didn't um I didn't enjoy it nearly as much as I did watching it on an airplane also my son had passed away, and it was um it gave me some different conceptual ideas of how I could see him. Mm. again through you know there's uh, the, the, the girl his daughter is in a room and she has a ghost and the ghost is pushing these books out of this book, bookcase and it's kind of a post-apocalyptic world they're living in it's like a dust bowl if you haven't seen the movie Interstellar if you, if you, if, if you haven't seen it by now it's not a spoiler because it's like fucking uh, Rosebud was the sled. So, um, but, uh, the, uh, it was, it was Matthew McConaughey it was her father who had came back through like basically a, a, a black hole, wormhole oh, and, yeah, and no. pushed it. And it was him. And then, you know, they go back and they save the world and he goes in and he, he hasn't aged and he goes in to see his daughter, and his daughter is like his, would be like his mother or grandmother's age, and she's got all these grandkids. And her, like like life went on for everybody else except McConaughey. Mm-hmm. And he promised that he would come back to his daughter, and she hated him for it. Then she realized, you know, that he had come back, so it was kind of cool. Wow, and a heavy a heavy viewing. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, Billy that's, what you, that's what
1: you do That's what you take Like if you want to know if you, if you got the right girl You take her to something like that Because then if she gets in the car And she just goes
3: I didn't get any You,
1: just go, you know what Fuck that that's, This is not going to work Because I'm not going to sit around And watch Friends the rest of my life <laughs> So fuck that Depends what her ass looks like
2: Billy Batson says, Kevin and Sean are the best in the business. The podcast continues to get better and better. All right, well, Billy, we'll, we'll keep doing it for you then. How about that? Gregory Krug, it would have been amazing if Kenny Omega taught the 8-year-old how to blade.
1: Well, we, it wasn't like we we um, bastardized or or, or, or made I thought it was an amazing piece of of, of like skill that he it was able was, to, on both.
2: Turnbuckles were a little stiff. A little uh, tur- turnbuckles were a little I, like
1: you said, she took him like Brad Hart. She
2: took him like Brett, man. She really did.
0: Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive
1: It's funny. I'm looking over here on the, on the on the side, and Steve says that one of his one of his friends refused to go to Oppenheimer because he felt burned by Tenet. <laughs> so, did you see Oppenheimer, uh, Nash? I, I, I don't know who you're. We 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 talked about it. So, CNN had um, a two-hour uh, special on Oppenheimer. Like, the Sunday before it came out. Okay. And they had, like, interviews with Oppenheimer. And they told the entire story with, with like, the real footage and everything else. I'm like, so, yeah, it makes a lot of sense for me to now go and see this actor's rendition of the guy I just saw cut fucking promos that was the dude that, that did all this shit. Like, it didn't make fucking sense to me.
2: It's the first time in history an Oppenheimer interview has been referred to as a promo. <laughs> <laughs> See Oppenheimer cutting the promo on the A-bomb?
1: Yeah, fucking that whole fucking Manhattan Project shit, man. Fucking... They were trying to keep that shit k Not so much.
0: <laughs> Eric Bischoff here again, telling you about our friends over at SaveWithConrad.com. Now, Conrad's always talking about how they are helping homeowners save money. But did you know that Conrad and his team can also help you become a homeowner? They make the home buying process more enjoyable than, I don't know,
1: making out
3: with Stephanie and Linda. Ouch,
4: but don't take my word for it. Hi, I'm Sarah Davis and I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, So my husband has been a huge fan of Conrad's podcast for many, many years and For years, we were on road trips, and he would have me listen to it, and then I got really into it. And so when it came time for us to buy a house, it was kind of like, there's really no other option at this point. Like We have to go down this path, right? It was the best. I worked with Steve. I don't know what to do. I was looking more for preparing to buy a house. How do I get this in order? What does this need to look like? What do I need to move around? What's more important that I pay off first? Cause I am a first time home buyer. I don't know what that needs to look like. So that's when I called you guys and I talked with with Steve and phenomenal from day one. I got a full education on home buying before I was ever asked to fill out an application, before I was ever asked to do anything, which is just, I mean, I cannot brag on you guys enough. I literally cannot tell enough people about you because we would not have a home if it weren't for you. If it weren't for that interaction and weren't for the learning process, and I feel like I went into being a first-time homebuyer t- by the time we got through the end of the process with the same education that people need four or five homes to buy. And so now I feel like, all right, well, we can do this. We can do real estate. We can, I can actually make good decisions and ask good questions at closing and beyond because of everything that you taught me. My name is Sarah Davis, and I got into my dream home with Save With Conrad.
3: And unlike the dirt
1: sheets, we're not making this up. Check out all the five-star reviews. Go to SaveWithConrad.com and do it today. You'll be grateful you did. NMLS number 65084. Equal housing lender. Woo! Falcon
2: 7832 wrote, Oh, that Bobert break was magic. Enjoyed the Bobert car wax commercial. And also, a uh, uh, Mexican boy said Sean was on fire with that handjob commercial.
1: Enjoying the Bobert. Uh... Did you see they had, uh, it was on maybe it was on Instagram, where they had like, you know, you, you get like a, uh, a Halloween package. And it was a conservative Christian representative outfit. Mm. And it had the low-cut, came with a low-cut dress and a push-up bra. And it, it like, just named all the things that came in this package that was just... I found it amusing. How many people
2: are going to go to parties dressed as Lauren Boebert now with like a fucking dildo and you know, their tit out? And... Or maybe not out, but
1: a hand. Maybe i would put a hand. I don't know. Once, once, once she's, she's part of the vote that shuts the country down, I don't think she's going to be... <sighs> maybe, maybe. You, know what's, you know what's amazing is everybody knows on both sides that there's people in the house that just want to fucking fuck the country up and they're going to do it and they'll probably this this will be it, you know. Because the, the disaster the better. Yes. Yeah. Because no, they they're to serve be, the country because they're they're they're, 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 the they're like themselves. In Alabama, I I don't know if anybody saw this the last couple of days, but they basically had, like, two districts that were, were, were majority black voting districts. And they had, had cut one of them out. And the Supreme Court said, you can't do that. You've right. got it, And they came back with, yeah, but not really, right? And the Supreme Court's like, no, we motherfuckers. We yeah, exactly. we told you you have to. And so I think it was Gates that said the other day, like, well, if they fucking do that, we don't have a chance. Like, if they actually make this a fair fight, we don't have a... You can't do that.
2: A very big part of the GOP strategy every year is suppressing as many votes as
1: you Absolutely. can. Because there's
2: so many more people of a different economic strata than they are interested in serving. So you got to keep those people out of the polls, of course.
1: That's like when you... you, you Make it make laws in places where it's a hundred degrees when you vote that you can't hand out water, like what?
2: Mm-hmm. Right, because the lines get long. Yeah, and they wanna I, make because it yeah, because it's unbelievable. You, it's you, heinous.
1: You, yeah, you want to you want to make you want to equate voting to a, a, a week in Auschwitz as as much as you, as possible.
2: This whole thing's going upside down when this goes online. When there's a foolproof encrypted impossible to crack voting system online you log in and you cast your vote game changer game changer when every person has access to voting on their phone or on their laptop
1: yeah you get but the you're still you're people. still you're still on a social economical uh, you're still going to you're still going to have people that, that are going to fall through the cracks because they don't have F- far fewer
2: far fewer than if you're in the rain. But, but still
1: you know, it's still gonna be it, it's still gonna not be a, a, a fair ball game.
2: Chris Martinez, I love the idea that it's not an ordinary wrestling podcast. There's a hundred million of those. I like the bar feeling of shooting the shit with your friends where you talk about many things. Never change, guys. Well, we won't. Well, I will. I'm, um, I want to go on with Govi. I want to lose weight. I have to lose weight. I, I have to do this in an artificial way. This is cunty to say. I I, I I. have to do it. I have to do it to get my triglycerides, although I've been very good with that. I should get another blood test to prove this to you, Kevin, and the rest of the world.
1: Hey, dude. But
2: I do have self-control. I want,
1: I want you to fucking do it for for yourself, and I want you to do it for your children. I know. 'Cause I know what it's like to fucking to lose a dad. Yeah. And it sucks. And it's it just But, but let's pa- not put pasta. let's not put that let's not put that negative energy out in the world. So it just
2: pasta might be worth it. I mean
1: a good homemade pasta. That's what I always said, like yeah, why why does fucking like, why couldn't like German chocolate cake be the equivalent of like liver. Like, oh, oh, God, I gotta eat fucking more German chocolate. I gotta eat what? What, what do you mean I gotta eat another key lime pie? Because, like, I, I, we grew up poor, so it was like, you got either, you got, on a good week, if, if, if things worked out right, on a Friday night, you might get a fucking Little Debbie oatmeal cake.
2: Yeah, but, well, like you say, it's, it's, the, it's always the things that are most enjoyable that are bad for you,
1: I think was your point. But well, then again, blowjob's not bad for you. Great for your prostate health. Yeah, it, depends the, it
2: depends on the guy that's doing it, though. Yeah,
1: it's true, right? If it's your rabbi or your priest, that's fucked <laughs> or up. Or is it for respect? <laughs> <Is> <laughs> I it think just, it's for respect. Out of respect. Out of, of respect. Go down on... <laughs> just one time, out of respect.
2: Tom Talker, 2000, says, I lost my mom and two very close aunts in the span of two years. Mom to pancreatic cancer, one to one aunt to old age, the other to dementia, and just found out today, my other closest aunt has breast cancer and needs a double mastectomy. So Kev is right. It is a dark world out there. However, I come to listen to Kevin, Sean for inspiration. If we all could just set aside such petty political strife and differences and focus on what's really important, which is the here and now. Then maybe, just maybe, we would do a little more understanding and compassion, we would be a little more understanding, and compassionate for each other, because life's just too short, not to, folks. Read and that I right can, after the I, blow job I, segment, by well, the
1: way. Well, I, no, I I completely agree, but at the same time, let's just let's just make it well known that one of the uh, GOP uh, thought patterns is to cut Social Security and to cut Medicaid, and Medicare. To uh, for for budget purposes, so. But not to tax billionaires, I mean, God forbid, <laughs> because that, that that fucking trickle down's been working so well. Yeah,
2: that was a boon in the '80s. Yeah. Poor, poor, really benefited
1: from that. Yeah, well, the only fucking people that the, the, the clubs were on fire and fucking and coke was 100, 100 bucks a gram, so that was the trickle down. You were fucking, you were slinging coke. <laughs> hey, I'm getting a little run here. What, what do you mean seven years? Yeah, seven years, motherfucker. Wolfie
2: Wolfdog, I disagree with Kevin Nash's politics, but that doesn't stop me from listening and being a fan. Dude is cool and guaranteed could get along with just about anybody because he's a good guy and a great entertainer, oh. and that's what matters in my opinion.
1: But, you know, I was, I was talking to, to somebody the other day and... He listened to our show, and he said, "The only reason I listen to our show is because." But there was another guy in the gym. He said, "He said that, that that how left you were." He said, "Fuck, dude." He said, "I'm," he said, "I'm I'm a Democrat." He said, "You're way more to the center than I am." You know, he he said, "I said." Yeah. You know, I said, at this point, does it fucking even matter? I mean,
2: well, it, it, that's the the divisiveness is is entirely political. I was talking to somebody the other day, and she was like, she's like, my husband wants to fucking move to Portugal. He's this guy's a Republican too, and she was like, he just he, he can't take either, both sides. It all always comes down to some kind of political division. It's like you almost can't talk about anything else. It's I go on the news for not just what's going no. on in Washington, but I want to see the shit that was going on in Philly, which I was, uh, which I saw tonight. Like, uh, I want to see all of it, and you have to scroll through Supreme Court,
1: Congress. You know, about to shut the fucking country yes. down, and. But my wife and I, my wife and I say this: it's like earthquake in Turkey, fucking uh, fire, fire in Maui. Like the, the 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 news cycle on those stories is so ten. Like if it's a ten, if it gets a ten day run. You know, it's, it, it's amazing. No, it's no, like sh- yeah. shit gets a three-day run. That's it. It's played out. <clears throat> they don't give a fuck. Like, they showed uh, some people coming. That They allowed some people back to Maui. And they showed that, you know, that horrific aerial view that looks like Hiroshima. And um, but they were told, like, you can come back and basically you can look but don't touch because there's so much poison and toxin right and then i think everybody forgot about the the uh steve i won't remember the town but it's it's that it's where the, the train had that that chloride uh Oh, in Ohio, it was yeah. Uh, it was in, it's I can't remember the town's got a, a kind of a weird name, it, it, the Middle Eastern name. Um, yeah. yeah, he'll have it in a second. This is two men over fifty trying to do a podcast. All right, so just yes, <coughs> East, <coughs> East, East Palestine, which is uh, that's that's kind of a a different. Uh, Let's Ohio. call it Palestine. We'll call it Palestine. Palestine, and uh, but anyway, they they had a town hall. Uh, and I saw Cuomo covering it and it was on YouTube because for some reason, direct TV, wherever he went, uh, wherever he, he went after CNN, he, we don't, we don't get him anymore. Yeah. We, I was always kind of a fan of his cause I thought he was kind of a straight shooter. I thought he had political aspirations. I thought that, that he could have done something that he might've been, you know, like, a, a just, down the chute, and then man, he just he they they just kind of went in and threw the fucking harassment flashbang at that motherfucker, and his life was over. That's all it took, right? You know.
2: And he was ready to throw down with those guys that called him Fredo. You remember that?
1: Yeah. They caught him on tape, ready to go. Yeah. That's a man. No, he fucking was gonna. He's there was a couple of times he was gonna throw down. Um, I, I, I like Cuomo. But you're right. The the news
2: cycle only fits what you know the old saying: all all the new, all the news that's fit to print, right? Is the New York Times? Well, it's all the news that's fit to print below everything that went on in Washington and or like a, the in the middle trail. that that
1: middle yeah. column on the Wall Street Journal? That little that little you know, little, little narrow. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Just slip it in
2: there. Above the above the fold, but uh, but squeezed yeah. in the middle, the three day run you call it. That's interesting. That, they call that the Aldo Montoya, by the way. But yes, the, <laughs> yeah, the
1: uh, the train gets the Aldo Montoya run. I the three day run, and, and it's Portuguese Man of War. Sorry, we I have to give you your, your walking papers. Speaking of.
2: Alex the luchador, I was flipping burgers at Culver's when my wife found out we were having a girl. My phone went off. I let everybody know in the kitchen. We cheered and went back to work. Fuck gender reveal parties.
1: <laughs> I don't get it. I'm with you, Alex. My 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 wife told me that I guess Monday was daughter's day and this Thursday is son's day. I'm just like, really? If Hallmark says so, I mean, what? I mean, it's like what? What? I said, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to, you know, we, we, we had, June 12th is when I became a father, and that was when my son was born. So Father's Day is June 12th, and Son's Day will be June 12th, and worst day of my life will be will be October the fucking. 18th, and it's and it goes on,
2: right? Look, t- tonight's daughter's day as I'm sta- sitting here paying, paying for college, oh. hunched, hunched over a desk with a pinched nerve in my neck. Yeah, this is college night. This is a daughter's night, Tommy Let's, Damon. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Thank you both. You've made me laugh so much today. My face hurts so much. Thank you. No sarcasm. All right, Tommy. I'm glad you Thanks enjoyed the right. show last week, and uh. Last week, a week ago, if you're listening on Monday here, when we drop, like many do, what do we? We get about what do we do on our Mondays? Like thirty thousand, right? Like uh, so, a lot of you do listen on, on and watch on day one. Um, a week ago, we got to spend an evening with our closest friends on Click This TV, but also with RJ City
1: great guy.
2: For, for what was an awesome
1: awesome show a lot of great very comedy. very um i don't know man it just that, that was i just really enjoyed that whole that whole evening i you left get, i left here with a, a smile on my face i drove home with a smile on my face my wife said you're in a good mood and i said i said you know it's so weird in life that you you do a fucking low budget movie you meet two guys that end up being your friends for life right. and you, but you don't see each other talk to each other, but here and there. But when you do, it's just like you realize what made them so special the first time you met them, right. you know? And I, and I think that's with so many people. It, and that's the, like, people sometimes will say to me, like, why do you still like to go out and, and do the autograph signings? And I just like, Every time I go out, I meet somebody that is – it's like a, a, it changes my it, – it, it just change it may just change my perspective on something. I met a, a, a cop from Chicago, and they were bringing – he was with his wife. Mm-hmm. They had went to the Alabama-Mississippi uh, Mississippi game. She goes to Alabama. Very um very Trump. But like very common, like we had we were talking football, we were talking about college, we were talking about SEC, and it's just like there there there's no there was no difference between us. Right. And it's like there's always this this uh, divisiveness to the point of you're a radical if you actually believe that we're going to end up in a civil war, like this country is going to have a civil war. Number one, fucking the left doesn't have enough guns. <laughs> Just right. like, I mean, fuck it. it's like it's not even it's like, you know. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like fucking it's like it's like, you know, uh, fucking Shaq going go to the Olympics and he's on on his, you know, he just, just gets to fucking walk around and he's playing in the in the fucking wheelchair basketball. It's like fuck, come on, man! Like we're we're outgunned, man! Like there's not gonna be a civil fucking war. Like nobody's
2: and there's not on. enough people kooky enough to want to. To take action, they they were they were at the Capitol, and half of them are in jail now. So they're...
1: yeah, but there, I mean, there was a lot of people doing that was there that got involved, but there was also a lot of people. Like, I forget the song is nothing draws a crowd like a crowd, and that's and I, I believe that to the bottom. of my, I mean, it's just like nothing draws a crowd like a crowd. Hey man, what the fuck's going on over there? On there, yeah, you know.
2: Now Gucci.
1: If if you just happen to fucking have a canister of bear spray, maybe you fucking maybe you're lying to yourself. <laughs> you know, but uh, how to me is fucked up as as that January sixth is. Man, it's just that could have turned into the Alamo so easy. You know that could have been if those if they would have came fucking because man no, there were there, there was there wasn't no national guard fucking anywhere around if they would have came fucking with like did you ever see when they uh, they came into the Michigan <clears throat> state capital when they were going for uh, what's her name um, they didn't get Whitner Whitner uh, Gretchen yeah 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 Whitnair the, what, that's her name, right? Whitner? Whitmer. Whitner. Whitmer. She's. I mean, they. they, they we'll go. We'll go into that. But anyway, they. They fucking showed up at the state capitol, man, with like twenty, thirty guys with fucking M16s. Yeah. And I know if I'm the governor, and I fucking skate that one next time, fucking, I'll. There's going to be fucking fighting positions in the hallways, like before you get to my fucking place. Yeah but uh, i guess that how do you feel about this there was a there, did you see the poll where it was like trump 59 and biden 41 it was such a work <laughs> you know, yeah uh, you know, i don't know if the, I, and it, and they and they really ran with it on like msnbc because there everybody is so fucking just guilty of trying to fucking ruin everybody's day. <laughs> I, I wanna scare you. I, I what's the worst thing that could happen? Trump's gonna fucking come in the first and his the first day he's gonna pass a law where he's gonna be the dictator. And we're gonna be just like we're gonna in three weeks the United States will be hungry.
2: Well, fear is the greatest motive. Oh. It's just I like... remember after 9/11 um the next election w- which was 2004 um I was still working in downtown Manhattan so I would take the ferry over to the uh, the Wall Street exit the uh, Wall Street pier pier 11 and um up until the election now remember we were in we were in Afghanistan and um there were servicemen on the pier on both sides at the ferry with M-16s. I mean, we, we were seeing in this area a lot of of artillery, weaponry, which, you know, you don't normally see. That's that's the mark of a third-world nation when the cops have to have machine guns.
1: <laughs> but if, 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 if you grew, if, 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 if i lived in Europe, and when you would go to— Airports or anything, every, everybody had a, they had a heckler, kosh, full on. I mean, it, it just wasn't England, no, every other place in, in Europe had basically paramilitary police units. But listen, but the point is, so they're on
2: the pier, I'm seeing them every day. Makes you feel safe a little bit, you know, a little yeah. off-putting to see rifles, you know, you know, but the day after the election. There we go. We were somehow safer after the two thousand. once, Bush got in. We we saw that we saw the. We were constantly reminded of the threat. We were constantly reminded that we were in a dangerous place. We saw the, the. I guess it was army with the guns in the fatigues walking around us, constantly reminding everyone. We're in an international crisis. We're in a threat. You're in danger. And the day after the election, they were gone because it was an optic. Fear is a motivator. Yeah, I mean, but RJ City, <laughs> I wanted to go back. You, you mentioned uh, some people might not know this who weren't uh, in the uh, in the live session via ClickThisTV.com. That you, you mentioned how many guys do you do, times do you get to do a film with two guys you met RJ not in wrestling. But on the set of right. Mo- Monster, what is it? Monster Monsters Brawl Brawl, right? Wasn't don't don't please don't confuse that with Monsters Ball. And um, no, because it, it got awards. It it got, and uh, which didn't Halle Berry what, zombie, zombies in didn't the holly, didn't holly Berry get a monster? Ha- ball? Halle Berry was in Monsters Ball. I don't
1: know. Did a- she a- get awards? The... I thought maybe that. She got the, the Oscar and uh, Denzel got it for training day that year. The, the, both the ac- actor and actress. Uh, it is possible. We're both it is black. possible. That year it was the first time.
4: What: was? The, what do
1: I, I know?
2: I did the, the voice of her father in a flashback in a bathroom by a mirror. Was that it? Did I do that
0: one?
1: I don't know. Oh, Gotham.
4: I, 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 I don't. know, I don't
1: that. know. Um, King Kong ain't got shit on me. It's a dom
2: set. Let's let's share with the fans a little bit of the uh, of the RJ City um, uh, night of fun.
3: So I end up working for WWE during the pandemic for a year and a half because they need people who can just talk at their computer, and here I am. They gave me a WrestleMania late night special in between nights one and two a couple years ago. So they're just I wrote this whole thing. It's an hour long. It's basically me on Zoom with a bunch of different wrestlers doing bits and stuff. And they flew me to headquarters where they filmed the bump is where I filmed this. And I thought, who's a first guest? It's got to be someone I have just a rapport with. And, you know, Kevin is the first name in my head. Let's start hot with my dear friend, Kevin. He is the first call of the day. I'm in this office, it's like 9 a.m. All of this is scheduled through their talent relations. Okay, everything's set. We sent them the link, blah, 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 great. 9 a.m., 9.30 a.m., I call the thing, You know, we're on the Zoom, nothing's happening. Okay, the directors are going, what is he not picking up? Can you text him, can you call him? I uh, Okay, I'm calling him, now I'm sweating because this is the, the opening is the first thing I'm doing and it's just not happening. This is every Maybe.
2: week with our show,
3: by the way. Oh, okay, good. So at least he's consistent. And in in the melee of what are we gonna do? I had my phone on Do Not Disturb. He called me. I missed it. He left me a message. So I played I played the message and I wish I had saved it. It is this beautiful monologue of him explaining that talent relations should know that he does not wake up before noon. Oh, that's a,
2: that's absolutely true.
1: 1238 today baby
2: <laughs> That was great.
1: You know, you know when your mom used to tell you that no, there's nothing good that happens after midnight. <laughs> there's nothing good that happens before, before noon. noon. Fuck so
2: no. It's a bunch of
1: bunch of cr- cranky people driving to work, hating their lives. Let them get to their fucking office. Let me fucking let me roll out and go to the gym and have my coffee and <sighs> That's the Daytona lifestyle. They call
2: that. Fuck yeah, man! Um, that uh, so, if you want to be part of that fun, actually, if you want to see that very interview, it is up at Click this Steve. Can you confirm it? it is up right at ClickThisTV.com, as well as our time with Vince Russo and and Sean Waltman. And uh, RVD, Uh, you get that. You get the new ones every month. You get that. You get this show early. You get it Friday night, all that stuff. Go check it out. It's only $9.99 a month. What the hell are you going to do with that money, right? It's it's, it's two days at Starbucks. One day at Starbucks if you get something to eat with your latte. Um, Our football picks, the DraftKings, King of the Mountain. Look at these rankings for anyone who's following along at home. Look at these goddamn rankings, all the shows on the network here. We are tied for first again. Um, and uh, we pushed. We had one push last week. Rutgers and uh, fuck was it Michigan, right? Yeah, Michigan. 31 to 7. We were we were given So we 24. were talking about
1: this, we were talking about this in the in the in the pre. And I got to bring this up because in the 3-day cycle, this will be long gone. So I want to get this because it it was – I watched this transpire today and I watched them actually have banter on a sports network over the fact that Harbaugh had talked to Brady and not to come back as an assistant coach, but to come back and quarterback the University of Michigan because – Brady has a year of eligibility left and his Nil would be able would be uh, able to pay him a hundred times what an NFL team could pay him with all the like imagine just the, the amount of Michigan boosters that there are I mean so I was just I just thought to myself like Would that not be like the greatest? Like, like you're talking about the the goat, you know? Yeah, he's got. Don't forget that national championship when he was 48. (laughs) That'd be one of those things to be like. That would just ruin sports. They've already ruined it. That fucking portal. I didn't realize that the portal was actually as fucking quick as the fucking Star Trek one. <laughs> Man, the fucking guy, they get in the portal fucking they, they they fucking at halftime of the Baylor game, the guy leaves, he's fucking, comes back, he's he fucking running the ball back for rice. Like what the fuck? Where'd they get this guy? Yeah.
2: So we are seven, four, and one. Do we have a do we have a standings uh, graphic we can bring up here from the from the Twitter? Bring open the Twitter, Steve. Oh, God. Show I
1: can't believe it.
2: Is Who is the real number one? We're seven, four, and one because of that damn push. Uh, i tied with.
1: Um, what's the It was it was actually my call. I i i. I I suggested we, we we make that bet. So
2: I wonder what the line went off at when on Wednesday when we have to lock in. It was twenty 21, but, uh, uh, twenty one, but 24. Yeah, that comedian show putting on airs. So that was uh, so I think they're tied with us at seven four and one. Uh, that's uh, that's last week's. That's last week's. The one that came out uh, yesterday should have us at seven four and one. <clears throat> and uh you know if you don't actually see the graphic it's not gonna happen so so we're going to pick this week and uh kevin you uh you brought up a college game
1: that you are I, confident I in. i want i i have um i like florida uh against kentucky i like that game i'm getting a point so it's I just think essence, that Florida, Florida is battle tested, and uh, we saw what they did to to Tennessee, which gave us one of our losses. So, right, yeah, they get Florida's got a great defense. So,
2: is isn't there a Florida documentary yet now? Swamp. Uh... Yeah,
1: yeah, it's uh, it's on uh, Netflix. And did you catch it? So that's funny, it's the only one I didn't watch and, and I, I was tempted to put it on the other night. I was gonna I was gonna watch it, but it's like I just and I don't know why. I don't I've never met the man. I just Urban Myers is one of those guys and I just want to punch in that face. There's a lot of that going on. It's Zach
2: in New York, uh on the Jets and Yeah, he a he's lot got of punchable the, faces in, in It's like the fun.
1: fucking it's like Step Brothers. If I could, you know, I'd like to fucking punch you right in the suck hole. You know that? Well, if something I did, no, it's just, your, it's just your face, man.
2: So, Florida over Kentucky, we have in the pros Miami getting three over Buffalo. And um, we're going back to Detroit. We're trying Detroit here, Tomorrow giving night. a point and, point and a half to the Green Bay. So those are our picks. Florida NCAA Florida giving uh, getting one from Kentucky. Pros, Miami getting three from Buffalo and Detroit giving a point and a half to the Green Bay. We'll see where we are
1: next God, week. God, it's so it's so uh hard to take all the college and all the pros and pick three games. Just pick three, I know. You know? to be like,
2: the three that you feel strongest. Do you
1: remember the the old cards that you'd get? The tickets. With the tear off, yeah, yeah, And, you'd have, and you'd, man, it's like, yeah.
2: That was my first job in high school.
1: That, yeah, I mean, that's that, God,
2: those was just. I used par, to the, uh, the, the,
1: the parlay cards and. Uh.
2: But those those were the those were the fucking soccer bets because you you couldn't take less than three. Three was the starting point. Right. It was like three was like five to one. Then four was 10 to one. Five was 15 to one. Whenever one got handed in by some moron who circled like 10 numbers on the bottom, we're talking about a a football betting. It would be like a ticket, all the games listed on top and on the bottom, the corresponding numbers to the team and the point spread. You circled that, you ripped off the bottom, and you turned it into me if you went to Memorial High School when I was there. Um But uh, whenever those, you just throw them right in the garbage. You don't even waste space in your pocket when somebody circled ten of them. That three or four, that was the magic number. And even your odds, your odds are terrible even in hitting four games with a spread. Oh God, yeah, in the pros. Um, but uh, so those are the picks. Let's see how we do. We never got confirmation if there's a prize. Uh, that's that's another
1: thing I have to email about. It's hard enough to get paid by our advertisers. That's it. Do uh, I say that they're lining of? up. They're,
2: they're lining them up. There, there's, there's there's new ones heard, coming in.
1: I think. Uh, yeah, I heard Ford. Some Ford Motor Company group would was. love to have Ford here.
2: God, you know that. You, you know that was one of my original pitches. I don't know if you remember this. I went on. I I went into Photoshop. I did a uh, a mock, uh, ad of you, a cartoon version of you, like a giant you leaning. Uh, over it was either i can't remember if i did the truck or the mustang i designed a a uh, convention wrap with stand with ford and your name on it i was pitching like a motherfucker i sent that to green i was like when he does signings ford can buy space on the signings i was all in now i just show up
1: wednesday night um a well, lot I of mean, after the especially after that uh when you sent me that that whole thing on that scam where those, I, oh Cornette. but the, the, those two guys that were like, they were down like a million four. How, how do you how, how do you continue doing something and somebody owes you a million four? That's I mean, if that money was on unless you unless you're Tony Montana,
2: <clears throat> you know, and you just. Even still, it wouldn't have got past ten thousand with Tony. No, it would have been a collection, or it would have been the I end never, of that. I
1: never trust that motherfucker. As far as I know, we had my friend. <laughs> uh. As as
2: far that's right, Angel, the Angel Angel Suarez, just, Suarez killed. Uh, fuck them right. and fuck the fucking <laughs> Diaz brothers. Uh, we just got thrown off fucking YouTube. Apologies. <laughs> one, one of the greatest films of all time. But uh, but we're off. So. Yeah, how do you get to a million and a half without saying that's it. Your ads are off the show. We did that after we did that after about ten thousand dollars. Yeah. We said no more reads. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.
1: I, put your drink at... put
2: your drink down and get the fuck out.
1: Whoever says you was a cop. Now wait a minute.
2: <laughs> wait, wait a minute, Tony. Tony.
1: Let me get this cleaned up.
2: I'll fix this Oh sure, maybe you can handle yourself One of the first class tickets to the resurrection We could do this all night <laughs> like, like me and RJ were doing with the facts of life We could do this yeah. with Scarface all night like, I love Scarface man. Much more butched up here um, slew of releases We talked about the layoffs at the WWE right? We talked about 100 people laid off And that included staff and office workers But um, I saw the list today uh, or yesterday, whatever, so the of the workers that were laid off, um, they said, and I don't know if this is possible, they said the layoffs were in an effort to, op- uh, to optimize corporate structure and help cut a targeted $50 million. Now, they said targeted, so maybe they're not attributing that number to 100 layoffs. But, my God, yeah, there it is, right? corporate structure to help cut a targeted 50000000 million. There's got to be other stuff in there, not just the salaries of these 100 people. But the list, um, Dolph Ziggler, uh, Mustafa Ali, Shelton Benjamin. So I saw the list of
1: names. Dolph and Dolphin Rick Boggs were two that I was just like, wow, really?
2: But do you think that... Um, Top like dollar. why touch at... why touch talent because it's not but like they, you're losing TV time they still have to fill all the time. i think what shows. it
1: was was like and I, I i know for a fact that there was a hiring freeze during the merger so i think that like they brought uh Nia Jacks back uh, at at Raw. Yeah, they ju- and they just signed Jade uh, right. Cardell. So they it's they're they, they, I think they're just opening some spots to move some people. You know, to to, to I don't necessarily think that the talent cuts, where, because you, you don't cut talent then then. The next day, sign two new pieces of talent. I just think that you're you're restructuring uh, creative is also restructuring. Yeah, it's 22 names or whatever it was. I mean, that's... It's happened. You know it's happened? It it sucks, man. I remember years ago when they were doing cuts at WCW, and I was Oz, and uh, I was... I was rooming. I was actually rooming with Sting on the road. He was letting me crash on a rollaway. And he, you know, he, he didn't, I don't think he realized what a Christian he was even then for putting up with my snoring uh, <laughs> and not charge me for the room. But I remember... Uh, even
2: Christ would have thrown your ass out. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he definitely. But sent me to hell. Uh, but... I, you know, I heard about it, so I said, you know, I said, I said, Steve, I said, could you, you know, call Dusty? So, we're, we're sitting there, and, and Steve's there on the phone, he's sitting on the bed in the room. He goes, hey, Dust, it's, it's, it's Stinger, hey, you know, a little banner, 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 he goes, hey, man, on those cuts, is Oz, uh, is Oz, uh, Oz going to make it? He's not, huh? I thought, man, my st- stomach just dropped. I said, well, looks like I'm going to be looking at Gash come Wednesday. Because I know I've got to be back in the strip joint.
4: Oh, and, okay. Uh, and, yeah.
1: yeah. So, lo and behold, um, before they even make the moves, Dusty got fired and they brought in, like, I think Bill Watts or somebody. Like, like before they could make the make the cuts dusty got cut Mm. so yeah
2: you know somebody who um also took issue with that number of layoffs was mr tony khan who uh who said uh who made it a point to say that his company was really a family company because they wouldn't throw family out on the street quote There's not a lot of loyalty at times, and there should be, and this is a family business. We're not a public company. Even if I get punched in the face with circumstances, it doesn't mean I'm going to take it out on the staff by cutting a hundred staff or laying off 30 wrestlers. And I really care about the people here. I would do anything I can to protect the jobs and livelihood of the people that work here. And that's a family business. And that's the difference between a family business and a public company in a lot of ways. And not every family business has those principles, but we do.
1: That's just how I was raised. My question would be to, to, to that is do you have fucking hundred people in your staff? I mean, if you if he cut a hundred people, would he have anybody on his staff? Well,
2: maybe he was just putting himself in.
1: Well, I'm WWE just saying it is, it's it's very very easy, you know, to to run a hot dog stand and fucking they 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 shut down four franchise restaurants at 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 Burger King, and you're like, well, we we'd never do that because we don't we only have this hot dog stand.
2: Right. If the scale of the company was. You know, exactly and it, it was, was larger, tra- and it was
1: publicly that. traded mm-hmm. there's a lot of intangibles that that's mm-hmm. a, it's, 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 it's it's the kind of person Tony is he doesn't he's not, not, he's not sniping he's not saying that to be malicious he's just saying it because he's kind mm-hmm. and he's a good I mean he's a, he's a kind human being and i think he loves i mean, i know he loves this 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 industry so you know but it's just it's it's completely different
2: i get your point in that the scale of the company you can't compare exxon you know to to the the family trading to, to, post. to to, to occidental
1: <laughs> or Unless AEW
2: investment firm somewhere with maybe a few capital group that has 875 employees <laughs> You know, it's funny. We're, we're we're taking shots at WWE here. We're talking about. Uh, I, I am. I am. I am. I I was by you
1: always. By, I yeah. Have
2: to I have to poke the bear a little to to see what happens.
1: But well, you know what? Fucking guess what? When you poke the bear, the fucking the guy on the other side over here doesn't fucking like it because that's 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 my I'm on that fucking bear's team.
2: You I know Kevin Nash and Kevin Nash will quarterback for the highest bidder. Not anymore.
1: <laughs> okay. Leave that aside. Um unless I'm you I'm just want saying to, no. I'm just uh, saying uh, oh, I'm just okay. saying with, with 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 fucking my son gone. Oh, 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 oh. I got no fucking desire to I, I get nothing. Yet. But I do I want to say though, in unless fucking it's like five or six million in it's private jet but then
2: the defense the prosecution rests
1: the only thing that could have got me to a w wwe just signed so (laughs) jade that's where that's where i thought you were going yeah Um, but but seriously that's absolutely magnificent
2: jokes aside you guys i'm working on waltman's book as you all know right And when we got to the part about when you guys left Vince and went to WCW, all of you, your 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 feelings never changed toward the company, the McMahon family, and even though you had to leave, even though you went to the competition, even though you guys want to win, you want to win the ratings war, you want to beat WWE. You still, I'm I'm quoting Sean, and you can tell me if it's it's not true for you, but certainly for him, he still felt a part of that family. Always. Always. And this is something I guess I didn't realize because I was watching as a fan at the time. You never participated in the on-camera insults
1: of the competition. And remember when I did, I did like Vince and I was, I was talking shit to Sid and I said, I don't And I, I stopped in the middle of it and I went, I don't know if it's worth burning a bridge or not doing this skit, <laughs> but I think Vince knew that that was, you
2: know, and it was the way he put it. He said it was like a don't ask, don't tell. Like Eric was never like, uh, encouraging you guys to partake in any of
1: that and you just guys you just kept your mouth I think shut that I think that a check. lot of us a, a lot of us um looked looked at Vince as a father figure you know
2: mhm Sean had a tough negotiation getting out getting out of WWE you guys went first and then he he was beholden to a contract that had uh, rolled over and uh like the lawyers were like messing everything like it it was he couldn't get out and he wrote to Linda, and and uh, and she was the one that said, "Okay, let me let me get the I'll get it taken care
1: of for you." So so I just wanted to give you an update. Uh oh. I've been paying I've been paying a close watch of the ticker, and if AEW was to let go of a hundred of their staff, they would have seven.
2: So 107 corporate employees. Yes. Well, I think talent was part of the uh, part of the 100 in WWE. So you'd have to you have to count 100 of the. You'd okay, have to they, count however many people are on the roster. So maybe we're tw- up to 29.
1: They'd have 29 people left. All right.
2: I think he, he he was saying if he were in WWE, probably. Speaking of Jade. So I'm watching the Did she sign officially because I she was Yes. So under she, no, I watched but,
1: her walk sorry. in. I watched her walk into the performance center. Okay. And a crop top with really tight black pants and flip-flops <laughs> with some sunglasses and a headband, not that I was paying attention.
2: We could you want to do a Jade show. We could do a Jade week. We could do an entire episode next I, week. I explore every ounce of Jade.
1: It, it, yeah. I mean, I was her on I don't know if you'd be allowed to now, but yeah. maybe you can make a call. Keep it classy. Up to no, I meant contractually. Oh, but anyway, so and we were talking about this uh, before the show started. So I, I was watching Raw, and I watched Natalia wrestle. Help me out, guys. Who was who was the spinning? Oh, yeah, spin, spinning dragon Tegan Knox. So I watched Natalya wrestle Tegan Knox. And first, Becky Lynch came down, and Becky Lynch looks like twiggy now. She looks like she weighs like forty pounds, and this Knox girl doesn't look far behind it. Uh, and Natalia, who is it's to me, is just amazing because. Probably as far as Matt wrestling skills in the entire company, men included, she probably is in the top five. And she goes out there and basically does the let me, and I mean proverbial, let me go ha- go and have a, a a match with a fucking broom, because this this Tegan Knox is built like a broom, and she basically puts this girl over. And I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, you got Natalia, you got Jax, you got Ripley, you've got Jade, like the women's division, like the those are all like five foot nine, five foot ten, big I mean, it's just like I would ha- I right now I would have Natalia with Jade because if you can get Jade doing what? To do thirty percent of the mat work that Natalia does and still keep her high impact shit, she's already got the look. The first time I saw her, I was just like, Holy fuck. I mean, she looked like she looks like a superhero. Mm -hmm. You know? She has that same And Dwayne didn't have it when he got there, but Dwayne had it, like, when Dwayne shaved his head, and it was just like, I remember it was um, Survivor Series. It was at the garden, and I was supposed to cut a promo, and The Rock went out and cut a promo, and he went long, and they cut my, my... my promo and but i remember when, when he came out and he stood and he did his this thing in the corner i said i don't know who was around me but i said it loud enough for for people to hear i said he's the only motherfucker on this roster that looks better in real life than on the game <laughs> i mean it was just like it was it was like watching a cgi and that's this Jade. She just has that, mm-hmm. that thing, man. You know, she looks like. And and my whole thing is, she's she's got abs that are just. It has to be to a degree genetic because you just. She was a basketball player. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's just. Kevin, I don't know how to cook. That's all right. We can grab Bob. <laughs> she's so, got a kid. I think she's married. Those of you listening, we're looking at pictures of Jay Cartman. Yeah, she's just as I, as they as they would say in the third grade. I think she's kind of super yummy.
2: You know what they said in the third grade back in the day? Um, that some that your kid might have been involved in a gang called the NWO oh. in school
1: for every
2: fifth. Yeah, here. So this is a letter from they they struck the school, of course, but it's uh dated 1997 and uh it says, I will read for those of you listening. This is from a school administrator um to a parent, to parents. Please be advised that your child was recently reported to the principal's office for being a part of a club Called the NWO New World Order, that imitates new members by punching or initiates. kicking them. Oh, initiates uh, new members by punching or kicking them thirty times. The teacher and I are very concerned, and this is a stri- this is a direct violation of the discipline. Blah 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 policy. Today I spoke to the boys and warned them, and blah blah blah. So we were speculating on. How many factions today got carried into disciplinary action uh, with with
1: gang participation letters um, in schools? Could you imagine if that if that right there happened in 2020 or 2023? I mean, you can't. Could you? I could just imagine number one the kid would probably be they, all be arrested and then i'm oh, yeah. sure the
2: the the, the hyper percent the hyper alert that everybody's on oh, and schools. i'm sure
1: that by, by the time that the the officer that was in charge of the school got there he would have discharged his firearm three times at the kids i mean it's just there's just no way that much violence going on it's it's he, he's, he's not going to get injured. In, He'll just he shoot some. In Philly, it would have some, been
2: through the school bus window.
1: Oh, he would have. Yeah, he just shot in, 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 into the the into the, play, into the uh, monkey bars. This
2: thirty. T- I wonder where they got the thirty times from. You guys weren't doing anything that involved the number thirty. Or yeah, I, I, oh, I don't this
1: don't some creative that. young kids. Three <laughs> creative youngsters. <laughs> hey, you know what? You got a big enough gang, man. You got to get your shit in. You know, you got ten guys. Everybody gets gets to hammer him three times. It was no different than dog piling when we were kids. It's just a little different twist. I th- I heard
2: they held down the other gang, the Vanilla Midgets. They did. They, they didn't held let them, them down. get any any time in the cafeteria. And they made them back drink. Back of the fit, line.
1: They drank the 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 NWO drank all the chocolate milk and made them drink the actual vitamin D.
2: Absolutely.
1: Regular milk. Bunch of dicks, fuckers.
4: Oh,
2: brilliant. Well, they're they're grown men now. I'd love to hear from some of them.
1: Hey man, um, if I, they I listen, I guarantee you that those those the, they turned out to be the 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 people that are 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 leading this country forward. Right. Right. And uh
2: listen folks, let's talk about sex. This episode, this uh, this uh, stiff one, is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, remember the days you were ready to go. Maybe you were with your boys in the in the schoolyard, NWO, and uh, you. Uh, this is probably what you what you would have been talking about if it, if it were today. How to get rock hard for the uh, for the ladies? Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. This is just about confidence in bed, being ready to go and get it done. Okay,
1: a little initiation with a 30-minute pounding. That's it.
2: 30 okay. whack, 30 whacks <laughs> <wax> with somebody's <laughs> rope
1: and 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 then it ended off with a three a three- minute orgasm
2: right and then you just you had to say respect ah, to, to the exactly. guy that was that was above you exactly is that blue Chew? respect respect take him anytime day or night okay just just plan ahead pop them be ready to go uh process is simple go to BlueChew.com. consult with one of their licensed medical providers and once you're approved that's it you get the prescription and the shipment within days. The best part, it's all done online, guys. No visits to the doctor's office. No awkward conversations. If you've been listening to this show, you know. Because Bluetooth has been a part of us from the beginning. And it's all over the place. This is a, this is a, a revolutionary service. and uh, And it works. We have testimonials we've talked about on the show, and they want to help you have better sex. So discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. You get to select uh, which one you want. They all work a little differently. It's a very user-friendly website, and they've got a special deal for our listeners. Try BlueChew for free when you use our promo code NASH. At checkout, just pay $5 for shipping. That's BlueChew.com. Promo code NASH. Receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank BlueChew for sponsoring the segment. And uh, the segment spotlights Mr. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was on that, uh, I, I, I forget the name of the show. It was the Canadian Sports Talk Show. And uh, a lot of the workers used to go on in the 90s. They covered all sports. Um, it was like the, like an ESPN, like a sports center type thing, but they had sit-down interviews. And uh, a lot of the workers would go on. And Hogan was talking about getting older, um, working, and uh, surviving after wrestling and keeping your body uh, intact and he used Mick Foley as actually the host brings up Mick Foley but he uses a uh, Mick Foley Do you know as, that
1: Hulk got married?
2: Uh yes this is his third am i right?
1: Hulk got married. I just I saw it today. I've not even had a chance to congratulate him. I saw so the I, headline Congratulations Hulkster. Congratulations Hulk.
2: The headline I saw was that Brooke didn't attend I guess was the was the thing I saw. I, I didn't click the uh, I didn't I didn't take the bait brother. But, uh, well, let's hear Hogan here on, uh, on Mick Foley. This is a little stiff. Nine years of age, as you, as you pointed out. You, you've been in this business for an awful long time. You've protected your body. How have you done it? How are you still alive and well and kicking and walking in without a limp at all? Well, my body's trashed. I need to walk back in here for you. I'm, I'm limping. <laughs> And on a good day, I Because I watched thrilled. Mick Foley on the same riser that, yeah. that you stepped up, and, and, yeah. and he actually needed help doing that. I mean, I mean the man's body
1: is broken down totally. Well, everybody has a certain level of respect for themselves. I would probably say I've trained more in the last week than Mick Foley's trained in 30 years. You know, I went ahead while Mick Foley was sleeping and eating cheeseburgers and M&M's. I was in the gym working out. I worked out two hours a day. I've been doing it for 30 years. It depends on where you want to be. The early bird ain't no worm. I mean, when these guys are sleeping, I'm training. When these guys are driving at night sometimes and partying, whatever, I'll go back home and I'll train. It all depends on how much respect you have for yourself. Now, nothing against...
2: Did we need to do the cheeseburgers and M&M's to make the point?
1: It was a little stiff. That's the stiff one of the week. I don't think that the fucking cheeseburgers and the M&M's affected Mick's gate and ability to go up on a riser as much as fucking going off the top. Thrown of off the, of cages. Yeah, being thrown off the top of the Empire State Building onto a, a fucking moving truck of barbed wire. Uh, you know, it's it's that's one of those things where Mick Mick wasn't genetically. You know, an Adonis. Though he was a very handsome guy when he was young. I mean, he's he's a good look behind behind all that beard and shit. Makes a good looking guy. Still is in, yeah. in some circles, in those Duck Dynasty circles. I mean, you know, I saw a thing the other day. Borat was uh, he went to Ramrod. I went to Ramrod. Two hundred guys in Ramrod. But uh, but anyway, um, I I just look at it, man. I just like. There's a, there's one Hulk Hogan and there's one Mick Foley and that's what makes this this business so special. But I don't think that the sacrifices that that Hulk made by by uh, number one there wasn't there wasn't a fucking party he passed that I saw. Hulk. You know yeah. It's just that fucking he was like me, a little bit of a narcissist, and he fucking if he said fucking cars leaving at 7 for the gym and we were on the road together he knew fucking I'd be I I wasn't going to miss the workout Mm -hmm. and there's just guys that are fucking gym guys he's a gym guy I'm a gym guy Mick ain't a gym guy to this day the minute if I check in at 2 o'clock in the morning to a hotel the first thing I do before I go to my room Is find the fitness area if it's even if it's a Hampton Inn and see if there's anything I can possibly use in that thing while I'm there that one or two days to save me to have to hunt someplace else to do it at. Right. Because I've got like I'm 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 in Jersey this weekend and I'm gonna have biceps uh, left on my cycle. So I'm gonna I hopefully I can find some. Want me someplace. to run you up
2: some free weights? I have a oh, garage all right. there.
1: No, you're right. All right. Worst case scenario, I just do it. I just come home and hit it on Sunday. Okay. What time are you getting in? Um, I'm in Newark. Mm-hmm. I can.
2: <clears throat> I'd be able to stand on my roof and hit you with a rock. We, we should go to Lookers.
1: It's, it's been a t- while. Still,
2: I think it is still there. It's, oh, fuck. I ain't going
1: nowhere. <laughs> it ain't sure. go, it's an institution. God damn it. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. I get in Friday at 915. Oh, I'm asleep. <clears throat> Puss.
2: <laughs> Florida man or Jersey guy. Um Real headlines, real stories, and a rather impressive record. Uh a a, a karnak karmic like ability for Kevin to decipher what activities uh would be consistent with uh Florida man or a Jersey guy. Here are the two I, headlines.
1: I, 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 can I say this before we go into it. Absolutely anything you want. He said show. So there was a there was a, now it's our show. There was a comedian that I saw on uh social media and he said you know, when it comes down to it, America is fucking the Florida of the world. Like, like you're, mm. you're Florida, man. If you're, you're, if you're an American, like, you, you, he, said, he said, I was over in Europe. He said, I went to six countries. He said, everywhere I went, people were like, what the fuck is up with you I guys know, over there? So and he said, when oh, it comes down so to it, he, he says, he goes, and because of us, It pretty much makes fucking Earth the Florida of the galaxy. And he just kind of just kept going with it. And I just said to myself, like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's not off. He's not too far off.
2: All right, two headlines. Here we go. First one, man arrested for selling Box of Rocks, saying it was a new television inside. And man arrested after trying to cross the atlantic in a hamster wheel man arrested for trying to sell a box filled with rocks saying it was a television inside
1: i'm i'm going to go on the fact that one of the biggest scams and i've partaken in it in my life is the speaker scams where you sell the giant speakers that don't fucking work? Uh, that are empty. The... They're they're the cases basically. Well, no, I mean they know they, no, no, they, way, they weigh like yeah. They, no, they they just uh, yeah, they're just fucking paper. They're just bullshit. But they had like ninety bucks these two six foot speakers and some assholes, you know, trying to get them in the back of a Pinto. But uh, so I'm gonna go Jersey Jersey guy with the fucking <laughs> box of rocks and. Hamster Wheel is some fucking mouth breather down in Florida.
2: I swear to God, I don't tell him these before the show. I really don't. And uh, that's correct. Uh, uh, there there's our friend in uh in Jersey here. <clears throat> and uh he uh let's see what the uh What the rocks were all about. 37-year-old New Jersey man's been arrested for selling a man a box of rocks but claiming there was a new television inside. Police say that on September 21st, Jonathan Kimball approached a victim at a uh, a Citgo gas station in Rock Hill and offered to send him a brand-new television in a sealed carton. The victim paid Kimball $400 for the box, but when he got home, he opened the box, and he discovered there was no television inside. Instead, there were some rocks placed in the box. To give it some weight. Now, there's no way, there's no way that carrying that would have indicated that they were some just a box of rocks. No. I, I think at a certain point, if you're taken like that, you deserve it. I think I I, I, I that. can't believe you would call the cops. Right, so you'd be too embarrassed, right? But he. Uh, Did they
1: actually get the, get the victim's name? Uh, oh no, no,
2: no, for God's Foxy. sake! See,
1: that's the problem. We should know who the victim is at the same time, because that motherfucker could be picking up your kid tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> the victim, the one who yeah, bought, the victim, when they bought the rocks, you the jingly jangly yeah, fuck, clanking I don't want, box, the television. Yeah, I don't, want, yeah, I don't want that motherfucker anywhere around me.
2: Uh, he was uh, a Kimball of uh, Belleville, New Jersey, was uh, charged with fraudulent accosting and uh, labeled uh, a criminal nuisance.
1: I guess was the other charge.
2: And uh, let's Wait, check this What, what wheel. it doesn't
1: say here is he also said that he was going to throw in Hulu as part of the package. So I mean, you know, it's
2: only six months of it though. <laughs> then you pay. Uh, let's get the visual on the uh, on the gimmick down in Florida. There you go. What, he was uh, oh. he was headed for England, Kev. How far would he have gotten hmm. in the Florida waters? It looks with those
1: clouds. It looks like it's hurricane season. So.
2: God, you fucking imagine. This is Flagler County, Kevin. This is by us. Oh,
1: that's right. That's, that's, that's right our oh, neck of the God.
2: woods. I could see the Funky Pelican uh, uh, oh, Pier Jesus. right there. Um, Unbelievable. Uh, what's his name here? Reza Bellucci, uh was intercepted by the Coast Guard about 70 miles.
1: <laughs> he made it 70 that's miles fun. north. Oh, no, he was 70 miles off of Tybee Island. Tybee Island, oh, right? Is, so in
2: South Carolina, right? So
1: he no, that's, go- oh, North, Georgia. That, that's Georgia. That's uh, Georgia. Yeah, he's he's right by fucking uh, Savannah. <laughs> that's a two hundred fucking forty mile drive from where, where fucking Flagler is. Look at the. Can I see this thing again? This is this motherfucker. This is what ha- happened. This this guy, if the professor would have fucked Marianne and they had a kid, this would have been him right here.
2: It might be the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> yeah, there it was. Uh, I don't know if he would have made it to England, but God damn it, he made it uh, a couple hundred miles off uh, uh, Off of uh, his he launch sold the in Flagler.
1: He sold the first guy a fucking coconut that was a radio. <laughs> in a brand uh, new sealed box. Unbelievable. Uh, there it was. And Just a, the fucking engineer. I mean- those yes. look like fucking exercise balls, and the fact that it's <laughs> color coordinated. Yeah, he alternated. the
2: yes. the the, med, the exercise balls are red, and then the, the, the like those those lifeguard like gimmicks, right? Or the
1: maybe thing? the fucking gimmick where you so the boat doesn't hit the dock. Oh, that's true too, right? Well, it might pr- be one of those gimmicks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then
2: there's some steel work done there. Oh. Listen, the hell with the cross in the Atlantic, I'd hire
1: that guy tomorrow. I, I'm not too I sure hear about WWE this.
2: has a few spots available. I'm, I'm I,
1: not I, I'm not too sure about this this end down here as far as it being like completely like a I think a six foot reef shark could pretty much fucking go through one of those peace signs down there at the bottom.
2: Did he have radar on him? How would he have known he was on track? To hit
1: anything, and he wasn't just circling. In well, the he, he he probably was just going up the coast. <sighs> he could have went all the way up the coast to Nova Scotia, and then from there, fuck. I could
2: open, open this. I kind of admire this guy. No
1: this. Yeah, see. I, I, we, see if we can get this motherfucker <clears throat> on.
2: Oh, by the way, he th- this is his third <laughs> intervention. He had uh, similar voyages in the past that were um, that were intercepted. Um, Mr. Bellucci's voyage began as officials were preparing for the arrival of a major hurricane. So I was I
1: right on the foot?
2: You, you were right on the clouds. I, You've I, seen I, enough
1: of them this year to know. Every year, fuck.
2: Officials said he refused to step off the vessel, threatened to kill himself, and
1: claimed to have a bomb on board. Oh, that's way to fucking add the fucking <laughs> injury. to... <it. laughs> oh man,
2: stand back—you'll be pelted by exercise ball uh, rubber.
1: Good God! All that basically is saying is, in, in 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 like a paragraph form of him saying all those things is, I'm I'm Florida man. <laughs> That's it. That's what his T-shirt said. Yeah, I I, I'm Florida man. Okay, that's you don't have to say anything else, man. You don't, you don't have to say you have a bomb, you're just a fucking nut.
2: Um, he, uh, when he was uh, taken off and interviewed by authorities, he said that he was doing this to raise money for a variety of causes, including the Coast Guard. So that that's kind of ah. like Shiki say,
1: Ah, Shiki helped the Coast Guard with the money. Now maybe I get a free Heineken. Yes,
2: that phenomenal hero uh, of mine. Hero of mine. Um, I, I, if he, I hope he was ready for his fifteen minutes of fame by manscaping,
1: taking care of his business. I don't know if uh, anybody noticed, but the difference between the, um, my beard with R.J. As opposed to tonight, much tighter.
2: Was it because RJ got a little irritated and he needed to trim?
1: I just was just hey, it's I I did a little little scaping
2: today. Good for you! Football season is back. You know what that means? Touchdown dances, Sunday tailgates, epic fantasy showdowns. But fellas, let's not get your balls gargled. Forget the real – that's the halftime activity. The real MVP of the season is the all-new Beard Hedger. Kevin's talking about it right now. And it's in the Pro Kit by Manscaped, the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. It is your ultimate luxury beard grooming Uh experience this kit is your secret weapon for staying sharp on and off the field don't fumble this opportunity head to manscaped.com elevate your grooming game with the beard hedger pro kit join the 9 million men million worldwide who trust manscape you heard that right it's 9 million you're going to get free shipping you're going to get 20 percent off and you can use the code kliq to do this okay it's waterproofed. the uh you can shave in the shower to avoid all that hair in the sink it's a titanium coated t-blade it's tough on hair but smooth on your face leading to single stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time there are some uh uh Liquid formulations you may enjoy as well, like the the beard shampoo, the beard conditioner, beard oil, and beard balm. Uh, They're the key to feeling victorious. Get your 20% off, guys. Free shipping. Use that code KLIQ at manscaped.com.
1: It's crazy how that beard oil leads to to proper prostate health. Just uh, smell it out there. Okay. (laughs) You get uh, Forget to pack the Astro Glide. <laughs>
2: use that beard oil substitute. Thank you, Absolutely. Manscaped. Ask Nash, everybody. We are back with Click This, the Kevin Nash podcast, and this is the Ask Nash segment. You can participate in this by using the hashtag Ask Nash on our social media, like Mark Caps did. He said, question for Kevin, Sean. First car you ever owned and favorite car you ever owned.
1: Got owned or, um. you? To... that was yours. My first
2: car was a Datsun two hundred and sixty Z. Mine was a Datsun two hundred and eighty SX.
1: Nice.
2: It was the hatchback. Yeah, mine was yeah. too. And the and the the lights were like they would pop up.
1: Mine didn't. Yeah, little eyes. Mine was a seventy-four. They made made the 240Z, then they made, I think they made the 240 for two years, they made the 260, which I had, which was kind of the shits, and then they made the 280Z after that. Yeah. I almost almost bought a 280Z um, on Bring Your Trailer. It had 79,000 original miles, but it had been like completely redone, and. Yeah. I remember when I, I, I drove the the 260Z home with my girlfriend in college, Denise, and uh, it was like my stepdad. You know, worked for Ford. He's like, hey, park parking that fucking piece of shit there. I,
2: I was going to ask you right now what happened oh. at home.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> in
2: Detroit, yeah. you're tooling around in a Datsun, yeah. bro.
1: Right, first, yeah. My, my my first my first uh president that i voted for was a republican and my first uh my first car was japanese i, I Boy, have changed i to, changed
2: i have a confession that that my i my first election that i got to pull the lever for was uh, clinton bush one and uh i did vote for bush senior uh in that election wasn't convinced on Clinton. Clinton was targeting my age group a little too heavily for my comfort level. I wanted him to be speaking to adults a little more than the time he was spending on MTV or playing the saxophone on Arsenio Hall. But you know what? He got my second vote because he uh, proved himself to be an honorable man. Uh, the comparisons uh, continue, man. Kevin. Man, hell, hell of a coxman. Yeah, and listen, Brit <laughs> Respect. <laughs> Respect. Um, on the Run Sleeping says, I've seen a few interviews. New Jack said he was supposed to be in WCW when Master P was there, but he said you kept him out because of his reputation. Sean spoke with him about a signing where Yaz talked pick, etc. I don't know what that means. Did you like him as a talent or did you think he was too
1: crazy? That's I I, I, I met him. I, I met him one other time, where like the boys were all in a bar somewhere, and I just, I just said hey to him, and I saw him at like a Miami Comic Con, and I said hi to him there, and he, and he made like he said, you we never met before. I said yeah, I met you. That's right. I like remember a, that story. He made now. like a big deal out of it.
2: He like, told it you know, on one of my
1: shows. Yeah, like you know, like. You know, I, I, Whatever, dude. I was just trying. I mean,
2: what about the uh, what about the the story about you having kept him out of WCW? No. Okay. I i f. I didn't fucking, no. I
1: didn't.
2: You kept everyone down, apparently.
1: Yeah, that's true. I guess. I guess it. Once you go to that fucking, you know. Jordan, Jordan was a dick, and so was I. It's good company, though.
2: Yeah. Where Douglas D. Love, 09Vet, says, Hey, Chet Lemon, hashtag Chet Lemon, Kevin Nash, you ever going to have Black Snow Booker T on Nash and Friends, two best
1: commentators? We talked about it earlier tonight. We talked about it. Uh, Booker T has actually joined... Podcast Heat, which is our affiliation that we're with. So we're all in the same family. And I think that he wants me to be on his. And I, since we're the old school, he, I think he would be proper that. Uh, you are the legend. Arm- A- I'm for- more, more number one first. I tell you this. Booker T, happy man, beautiful wife. Beautiful children, I set him up with Charmel, the the queen. You did. I did. Beautiful. I set up Booker T with his wife.
2: Well he should show respect. I he s- comes s- over to the Kevin Nash. Yes. Not the Kevin Nash go to no, the Booker over T. there.
1: Or maybe I go over there he bring the Heineken. Uh, oh and uh, maybe the medicine. Uh, no. uh, Shicky I th- like. I know, but I know Booker T likes the medicine.
2: Shiki like Saint Pauli girl or Molson,
1: <laughs> like the Canadian. Yeah, <laughs>
2: love the Canadian beer. He did.
1: He loved these and it's Heinekens. Boy, he uh, loved the Heinekens. Uh,
2: someone from the audience. Let's hear from you. What do you have, Jefferson Steele? Uh, Kevin, my dad and I watch every week, and we always love your painting in the back. Thank you. So if, you, if you're just joining us, Jefferson, I, I don't know if I've seen the name, welcome um, uh, to the uh, Click This TV. That was bought in, uh, uh, Kevin found an artist, a talented artist the Czech in Republic. Bulgaria, who was <laughs> uh, one of the villages in Bulgaria, and she was doing uh, interesting I just work. Saw,
1: she, she, was, she just came across my, uh, we need to give her a shout out.
2: But she stopped following you, so I think you lose the shout out when you stop following Kevin Ash. Isn't, didn't that happen?
1: Yeah, I think. I don't know if, if she got too much work. I don't
2: know. Too much work? What the, but she uh, should show the respect
4: for the
1: legend, the maybe, real maybe, Detroit maybe she, basketball maybe, legend. Maybe when I tell her, artwork I, 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 is one thing, but maybe you do the arch. Maybe you do the job maybe, for Shiki. Maybe you do the job for Kevvy.
2: Sheik is one of those guys who was a worker through and through. You couldn't oh. talk to him without using the vernac. He said, uh, Wendy Vrichter, uh she got a heat with me because uh, she come to my room, she use my medicine, she drink the beer, and I say, Wendy, uh, maybe you do the job for Sheiky. And she said, <laughs> no, and she leave my room. I never let her back. Um, what else from the house? Let's see what we got here. James Bedford, what were you? What was your experience in your film debut as Super Shredder in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two? Popped as a kid when I read Kevin Nash in the
1: credits. Did you have to take any bumps crushing the dock? I had to take a bump when the dock crushed cr- crushed me, like when they caved the dock on me. I had, to, they only had one shot because they weren't going to tear the, knock that fucker down twice. They're like, and they're like. Um, and they're like just like bumbling around me they're like uh how how protective do you think that helmet is you have on
2: <laughs> and i'm
1: like well, it's just like fucking fiberglass why w- w- would you be opposed because there's like no way we could stunt you or build like no it's like if we cave this this uh set on top of you And I'm like, well, a lot of it's balsa. I said, (laughs) I said, I, you know, and I said, and I, and I, I, Terry Leonard, it was was over, like, I could see Terry Leonard over there. He was, because he was second unit was going to shoot it. And uh, he went like this. I'll ask for a and and I bonus said, or something. I said, I said, would, would I get a stun adjustment? And they said, Well, of course. And then they they offered me a stun adjustment. It was like twelve hundred bucks, something like that. I was just like, Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you can crash this motherfucker, huh? And you did it. Yeah. And then the dramatic when I when Shredder's hand comes through uh, I had it was. It, I when I saw that I said, "How does somebody not see that and see Olivier?" I mean, it was just there. It was just fucking there. <laughs> I thought after that fucking just that 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 dramatic. Oh, I thought like fucking this is it. I'll never wrestle again. Mm. Uh, another question from the house.
2: Jefferson Steele, I always wondered, what was Scott's favorite movie? Anything he uh, referenced, quoted?
1: He always talked about leaving Las Vegas.
2: I think you told me that, yeah.
1: But Scarface, of course, is numero uno. The bad the, guy. The man, the man played the bad I mean. Exactly. <laughs> How could it not be? <laughs> yeah, right?
2: Furnham Schnevitz, who's the best rock singer ever, Questions for both Kevin and Sean. I love Cornell and Just, Plant.
1: Uh,
2: oh, did you say Plant? He said I love Cornell. That's Fernum. Oh, I love Robert Plant. Of course, gotta be right. That's that. The rock. Fr- the rock front man. You need a few things, right? You need the rock voice. You need the swag. You need the attitude, and you got to look good on stage. Yeah. Plant. Plant checks all the boxes. Roth's voice wasn't very strong but he had the frontman thing down
1: i I think that um Lane Cornell Kurt, Kurt and uh, Eddie for for that era the like grunge those are the four top. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're a good I, guy. I'll put Scott Weiland in there. I thought Scott Weiland was a good front mm, guy. Yeah. But I don't think anybody, because me and my son would have this conversation, mm-hmm. will fucking argue that there may be a lot of great front men, but there's nobody that you can arguably say is better than Huey Lewis. <laughs> Because he's got the power of love. Oh, me and my son used to fight. It was always like we always be, like, who's who's greater, Beatles, Huey Lewis. Well, wow, fucking Huey Lewis. That's so great. That was the ongoing joke. Ongoing in joke. The home. <laughs> and, and the only reason he even knew who Huey Lewis was was from American Psycho. You're. Oh my God, you're kidding. That's the only reason he knew, and then he then for years. He always said, the heart of rock and roll is still beating. And he, he thought that they he, they he they were saying it was dead. Heart of rock and roll, dead. He, he thought they, and then finally, he was little, you know. That's of course, I'm let my kid watch the fucking, <laughs> let, let my kid watch some, some sociopath bang some broad from behind. He's nine years old. You know, I, w- I was watching
2: one of those VH1, like, This is the 80s shows or whatever back in the day. And I can't remember which musician or comedian said it, but they were talking about that song, Heart of Rock and Roll. And he goes, you know, if the heart of rock and roll was still beating when that song came out, it
1: stopped the minute it got played (laughs) on the radio. I used to always like anything because... Detroit gets a fucking good... Detroit, big sell big I mean, yeah. on that. Detroit! Yeah. On a rock and roll. Cleveland!
2: Uh, Germinator356, big fan of the Click This Podcast. I'm finally getting a vacation from work, but I can't decide where to go. As someone who's been all over the world, I wanted to ask Kevin Nash, what's the best place to visit?
1: Oh, well, I mean, I don't know what they're... they're- Parameters are what they want to do. Well,
2: let's if give them a couple of tears. Let's okay. Give
1: them- here, here, here t- here's a tier.
3: <clears throat>
1: go to Amsterdam. Go into the into the uh, Van Gogh Museum. Go out. Go to a coffee shop. Get completely baked, and then go back into the Van Gogh. That's a good opening opening day that's your opening day that night why the two visits to the Vengo? just to compare the experiences yeah because it's so different like completely baked gotcha it's like i love impressionistic uh art and i was actually talking to my wife about this because she's a huge monet fan Hmm. and I I'm I would I would say I'm I'm more Monet than I am Van Gogh because Van Gogh's work is so I mean if you take like that the, remember when when uh, Lord of the Rings first went to paperback and the, the three the, the three the three copies were all um, they were Van Gogh paintings the 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 covers were Van Gogh paintings and They were haunting to where even like if you take um, like House of Parliament from Monet and even if it's the nighttime version of the paintings, they're not haunting. They're kind of peaceful, restful, quiet. I don't know, just a different. Hmm. That's why you go stone because you have this kind of fucking. Well, you (laughs) also. Your brain, this is how your brain works after you fucking log (laughs) in. You also just in in
2: the vein of I'm a little bit country, he's a little bit rock and roll. You said you're a little more Monet than you are Van Gogh. Yeah. That's, I I'm I'm going to guess that's the first time that's ever left Kevin Nash's lips. Certainly never heard it in a promo in the ring.
1: No, but that's just me. Um So go ahead. that's one. And then you make of course there's there's women of the evening, if you're a single guy, you get to do that. There's some some great food, uh it's just it's just a, it's a very chill that's like a, a four-day trip. Get the fuck out of there. There
2: you go. So, so Germinator maybe So uh, that,
1: that that's that's one um, <clears throat> This time of year right now, like there's some like little gems of cities in in Florida. Uh, like Seaside, uh Watercolor, Seaside in the Panhandle. They've got this road called Scenic 98 that's got some incredible, like, basamis and fish out of water, watercolors, got a great restaurant, and there's some really good little eateries, and the the most beautiful powder, like, Rosemary Beach is about as beautiful a beach as you're going to see the dunes, and uh, you don't want to go into Destin to that whole fucking vibe there. You just want to stay... Seaside watercolors mm-hmm. you know, that way out towards uh, Rosemary Beach is gorgeous. Uh, that's that's kind of a you know, if, if you're just looking for someplace. And then, I mean, there used to be like so many choices. You know, I mean, I, I, I was one of those guys that I still think Seattle's a really cool fucking city, and you, you don't feel like. You don't feel like you're going to get shot in the fucking back of your mm. head when you go there. <laughs> and there's still the markets. There's still really good restaurants. The Hendrix uh, Museum's kind of a chill place to get stoned. And it's nice to carry that on and go up to Space Needle and have a fucking espresso and kind of feel that fucking Jetsons, like fucking 60s vibe of well, having an espresso. Hmm. And well, there you, you can some, go. Uh... You can, at nighttime, you can go. And there's still like you know where all the the grunge started, man. There's still a lot of places to to see live music and see a lot of fucking cover bands of of uh, of, of that era. So that's I was three. Su- that's three choices.
2: That's very good. Very very. We provide a service here. You never know what you're going to get. Um, you know what? I was surprised. You, you, your wife's a Monet fan. I'm, I'm sure she's been to uh, the. Uh, the MoMA Museum of Modern Art and seen water lilies in person I I had no idea you have to go so to, big
1: you have to go to the Tate if you go to the Tate in London uh-huh. the there's you there's a water lilies in and the, there that I swear to you is 30 fucking feet long
2: yeah that's it must have traveled because I saw it here in New York it's the whole. Whoa. It's unbelievable. I just assumed it was always just a painting, but it's a whole fucking thing. So impressive.
1: But there's 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 like a whole series of water lilies. There's oh, there's, there's many. Say, say, yeah, there's no, many there's water many. There's many. There's the one in the Tate is fucking that 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 thing don't travel nowhere, because you you, and and when you walk in and you look at that. You fucking you you look to your right and you probably see the biggest Jackson Pollock you'll ever see, and it's a, like a I would say that it would be a gray, black, white, kind of orientated Pollock, but it's 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 one of the largest. So One of the pollocks. really
2: busy ones, like
1: yeah, crazy a lot going it's on, crazy. Yeah. And um, but if you go to the modern art, I mean, that's where you'll see um all of that picasso work before cubism mm-hmm. you know you see that painting with with the with the army tank and then the, the, it's crushing over the soldiers and guernica uh, yeah guernica, yeah yeah and it's um god what's the one that i love uh that's there you hear everybody
2: tuning out? I, I hear everybody leaving. Everybody's tuning out right now? As we're doing Picasso we're cover Monet. <laughs> Tell us about when Ahmed Johnson
1: took a shit no. in the ring. Fuck no. that shit, man. Tell us about why you hate Trump. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, what do you want to ask about, audience? Give us a couple more. We would have just talked about art for another two hours. Matisse. That's what
1: I was trying to think of. Fuck Matisse. the signing. Let's go to the museum on Saturday. <laughs> just, yeah. just, just, let's blow off the fucking thing. Fuck, let's no, run no, into the city. Even, get a steak. Don't even. Don't even tempt me. Get a drink at the Warwick. We'll, we'll, we'll go to we'll go to we'll go to Luger's for, right. for Scott.
2: We'll hit uh hit Brooklyn. Do a little Peter Luger. Yeah. Toast to Scott. What do we got? Give me a question out here. Here we go. Jen Vargo, some of you all know that September's a shitty month with my mom's anniversary of her past... Oh, okay. And her birthday a week apart. Just wanted to say thanks to this crew for giving me some light. My mom's birthday is also in September. She's my alive. Mom was, my I think. Mom, I
1: haven't my mom's there. birthday was in September. She, she's.
2: Right. Well, Jen, that's part of what we do here. Try to entertain you guys and engage you. So uh you know
1: what I say Jen though and I say this because I've had so much death in my life that when it's almost a a blessing to have had such a, a fantastic mother that her loss is is so monumental and it's so because and I, I use the term a lot, and it's—I I probably overuse it, but it's the yin to the yang. It's just like, you know, you can't have uh, the love that you have for your mom and, and not, you know, this—the the, the payoff is—is is the hurt because they're not going to be around forever.
2: Not to get too introspective, but I was talking to somebody today who was telling me a particularly harrowing story about their mother's passing and the mother's illness and a protracted illness and brain cancer the whole thing and I, mm. it just stopped and i and i um i t- I texted Todd something about uh, an appearance and he was scheduled for Saturday actually in Jersey and he wrote me he said oh i just got word my sister died i I don't know what I'm going to be able to do on Saturday and i just fucking sat there and i said do you think it's 50-50 do you think that there is as much to as much death, uh, illness, um, tragedy we force ourselves to look at the other stuff the stuff that makes us laugh, uh, the stuff that distracts us But if we took an honest surveillance around us, is there as much suffering as there is happiness and we live in a 50/50.
1: I'll just think it's, choose I don't to even ignore think it. I don't even think it's fifty-fifty. Really, I think we fucking live in the Alamo. I think we live in the Alamo, man. I think fucking, I, 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 I feel at sixty-four years old that I am fucking David Bowie, sitting in the fucking bed waiting for the fucking bayonet. You know, it's just fuck. And we just we talked about today that the, the kid in Philadelphia just getting shot point point blank by a police officer Mm -hmm. for fucking erratic driving and it was so erratic that he fucking walked in front of his fucking car to shoot him walked in front of his fucking car around to the passenger window and shot him how fucking erratic are you driving i mean that's the world we live in i think that if you if you fucking sit and really absorb what's going on and and one of the biggest problems we've got right now is man there is so much ai fucking bullshit that's being dumped in our laps that we don't know there was just one that this person put on instagram the other day and it's rogan and rogan's got a a, a, he's talking to somebody and they're talking about they found in the fucking jungles of fucking Mexico a uh, Nazi U-boat with the f- full crew and all this shit. And they, was, they, they uncovered this onto this, onto this. And then the guy comes up and he goes, that's an AI. Like that whole thing's an AI. And you're you I'm watching it go, what the fuck is he, what I've never heard of any of this shit. And, he, and it we have to start looking at everything. Everything. With a skeptical eye. Everything. Yeah. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just and going into this fucking this this cycle, I mean people that just the re, the Republican Party can can shut the government down as a ploy to make it look like like Biden is trying to fix shit. Biden is spending way too much fucking money. Every everybody like sooner or later you have to fix the infrastructure or shit just is going to fucking collapse, and he's trying to fix it. It's going, dump on, it's going to dump in, in Trump's lap. But d- don't fucking let people fucking – is he old? Fuck yeah, is he old. Do I want to vote for him? Fuck no, I don't want to vote for him. But I don't want to vote for somebody that's fucking – basically is going to be banned from doing business in New York City. That's going to fucking – that. How, put, I just ask, ask yourself this. How many people do you know whose children's homes are in LLCs? Not a state plan. They're in LLCs. Like, come on, man. Like I I, I get it. I get it. The old man but I don't understand why we can't get fucking get uh Newsom and get fucking Whitmar from fucking Michigan and fucking like why doesn't Biden and fucking Harris Realize that they're not a fucking—they're not the best viable candidates for the Democratic Party at this juncture. Why don't they take one for the team? Everybody's talking about fucking the little fucking penguin they just caught with the five hundred thousand dollars and the fucking Mercedes. Uh, the Congress, the senator from uh, Jersey. Oh, Menendez. Yeah, and everybody's saying, "Hey man, you should resign. You should resign." Yeah, Franken did that. Franken did the exact same thing. Fuck you. Whatever happened, it's okay for Trump. Trump ain't fucking resigning. Trump's Trump will run fucking, he'll run the goddamn country from the from prison. And that's, you know what? That's fucking, that's American. That's what Americans do. They're not fucking cunts.
2: All right, well I look at Biden as more of a Monet and Trump I look as, at Trump as, as more of a fucking Dolly. <laughs> it's surrealism but not even the painting. It would be like a lob, the Lobster <laughs> phone or some sculpture. <laughs> Folks, it is my duty to tell you that Click This is a production of Butch and Sundance Media and the Museum of Modern Art, produced in association with Podcast <laughs> Heat. Created by Tristan Nash, Kevin Nash, Sean Oliver, and Mark Rothko. Pro- and the Iron Sheik. And, and <laughs> graphics by the Dominic D'Angelo. Title sequence and the audio edit by the Wesley Barson. A theme song by the Del Olivier and the technical research by the Tristan Nash. Tristan in peace, Copyright 2023 Butch and Sundance Media media kev kevin big man do you want to do another
1: or i'll do it if you bring the medicine mr arthur
2: medicine will be there and i and,
1: uh, uh, and you, you, you do the job and the jade will do <laughs> the arch she'll do the job